a year and a half ago, along 38, there was about 160 properties for sale. And, and now today you'll see over 800. The properties are priced high, but the challenge is getting the sellers to get the price to where it needs to be. Okay, guys, we're down here in 30A, and I've got a special treat for you today. If you want to know all about 30A and how to buy a home down here, this is your chance right now. I've got the guy with me. So Jay Johnson is my guest today. Jay was born in Op, Alabama. He's been a friend of mine for about a couple of years now, and he graduated from Auburn, moved to Florida about 20 years ago to earn his law degree, and then he practiced law for about 10 years. Now he's been a Florida real estate agent for almost a decade earned lots of awards with Berkshire Hathaway, Home Services Beach Properties, including Rookie of the Year, Chairman Circle, Gold, and Luxury Collection Specialist. Now, Jay's lived here about 12 years, but his roots go back about 70 years. And we're going to talk about how his, how his great aunt Lola built her first house on 30A, what is now Seaside. He and his wife, Julia, live just down the street here in Seagrove. Their boys, Hank and Gip attended Seaside Neighborhood School. Gibbs now is a junior at Seacoast Collegiate High, and Hank is a freshman. Jay, good to see you, man. Yeah, good seeing you, Mark. Yeah, always. always a pleasure, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I like your hat there. Thank you, thank you. Years as yes, well. Yes, sir. So, Jay, tell us how you got started. Um, I mean, when I, th I actually, you know, when I think of 30A, I do think of you, and that's kind of your motto, so, right? Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that, Mark. Well, we, um, well, how I got started coming to 30A in general, I know you mentioned my Aunt Lola, my great aunt. She uh, she grew up in Chipley, Florida, so not far from here where my granddad grew up. And, and I was raised one county north of here in L.A., lower Alabama, a little okay. small town called Off Alabama. And uh, this is where we vacationed growing up. We'd come down here to see see my family. A lot of my family owns places around here. And, and it was always a dream to move here. And... Um, so I got to Florida about 20 years ago to go to law school and get, had to be creative. You know, not many law jobs around here right. right out the gate. And so I was down in Tampa and working for a big law firm, and they didn't have an office up here. So I worked out a deal with the partners of the firm to move up here and work remotely and cover the panhandle. And that was uh, I got about 12 years ago now. And, um, and then my wife, Julia, I met her here as well, and her parents had a lot for sale um, on 30A over there in Little Redfish, and they said if she got a real estate license, then she could sell it. So I was still practicing law. We studied at the same time, um, got our real estate license. That was about 10 years ago. Wow, wow. It's been blowing and going ever since, right? Yeah, and my goal initially when I first started was just to, um, you know, Go five million a year was the goal, so like an extra roughly hundred grand a year, and um, and then just you know got hooked on it and and just and took it further than that. So now you're really active in social media. Um, you do the Friday find. I always look forward to that, right? <laughs> yes, sir. So you started Every doing that. So you've seen a lot of changes in the market. What are you seeing right now that's going on down here since this sort of you know change? It's it's happening. Yeah, currently what I'm seeing in the market is we have a lot of inventory. So, you know, the kind of the top of our market was about a year and a half ago where yeah. you had, because every morning I'll drink my coffee and look at all the pendants, listings, and souls. I was just doing it before I met you here this morning. And and um, a year and a half ago, along 38, there was about 160 properties for sale. And, and now today you'll see over 800, so about five times what we had. 
And so what I'm seeing right now is we've got a lot of inventory, a lot um, of properties are priced high, but it's um, the challenge is getting the sellers to get the price to where it needs to be to through price reductions. Um, but if they, you know, even if they don't, if some if property's been on a little while, what I'm seeing is if buyers make a low offer, even if it's 10 to 15 percent, if they're comfortable with that, I'm seeing a lot of deals get done that way because sellers a lot. It depends on the seller and their motivation when they bought it. There's a lot of variables there, but a lot of times the sellers are happy to see an offer. Right. You know, maybe they've been on the market three, four, five months and hadn't seen one yet. And so when that offer comes in, then they um, they take it seriously. Right. And then a lot of times they will counter back at their bottom number and deals get done that way. Okay. What about cash versus, you know, financing? You seeing how much cash deals you're seeing? How many cash? Uh, mainly cash, deals? Right, mainly now. cash right now. Yeah. The um, with the interest rates at, at you know roughly seven percent. I'm I hadn't seen many many um, lending buyers recently. Uh, but with that being said, you know, I had a conversation with a with a gentleman over the weekend. I was showing um some rosemary properties and and that you know if they can get the property at a discount mm -hmm. um you know they're willing to to do the you know do an interest rate um loan as well but typically right now it's a lot of 1031 cash buyers people that are selling properties you know in the states where they came from whether it's texas georgia tennessee and then um you know purchasing here mm -hmm. and you are you what are you doing marketing wise T talk talk to the viewers kind of what you do from a marketing standpoint, because you've you've maintained, you've stayed busy in a time where a lot of people are, are down and not to say you're not down from maybe last year or whatever, but I know you kind of keep keep going a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was just looking at a, in a Facebook group. I mean, I was looking last night, people were talking about if they're down or up and everybody was commenting and a lot of people, it seemed like they're down, like real estate agents are down half of what they were last year. But so that got me looking, I was just looking last night. So I'm, you know, right on and on, on pace to do better than I did last year. That's great. And the social media is huge. You know, for me, my wife, I helped her build her network marketing business that she's had for about 12 years. And so we learned how to utilize social media and it, you know, it's free and it gives you a huge reach. And so the, you know, the strategies I've found, you know, I've been doing lately are the, as you mentioned, the Friday finds, yep. you know, I uh, do those videos from property every Friday. And then, um, you know, anytime you have a, a listing pending or, or sold, you know, shout it from the mountaintops, you got to put it out there. Right. And then a lot of what I do is when I'm, um, you know, have my coffee looking at the listings, pins and solds each morning, I'll message my friends that own in those neighborhoods and say, Hey, did you see this one? Or did you see that one? And a lot of times that's through Facebook messenger because a lot of people, there's what about 7 billion people in the world. And they say, you know, over 2 billion on Facebook. So there's a good shot that, you know, whenever you meet somebody on the beach, they're going to be on Facebook typically. But you do a lot of networking, right? Locally, you're in some groups now we're talking about that. How you, yeah. how do you use that to leverage referrals and, and, and partnerships. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. So um, one group that I met a lot of people through, there's a men's Bible study mm -hmm. um, here locally over at Destiny Worship Center. And um, you know, sometimes that's usually over 50 men on on total on a Thursday mornings, good leadership group. So 
that's a good one if people are looking to network down here to meet a lot of people a lot of entrepreneurs um, and learn some leadership skills and one year what we did my wife and i we were in bni 30a business network international mm-hmm. those are all over the world you can just go online in your city and and you know in the big cities like nashville there's a bunch of them but here we just got one you know here <laughs> on 30a and and so we joined it and it was helpful because it helped me meet a lot of the players in the community versus, uh, you know, like a, we were, Marilla and I were just talking about a flooring guy I'm going to connect her with. Um, but there's different, different people you meet. There's a, uh, you know, an attorney in the group that has a title company. And so, um, it's just, that's a good group to, to meet a lot of people when, cause it is a small town and it's hard to, to know who to, who to refer to, but those are, um, but, and you can also visit that group you know, even if you're not a member, but those are, you know, two great networking groups right off the top of my head. So people thinking about making a move here, um, what are some tips? What are two or three tips that you would give somebody who's thinking about a move or maybe an investment property here? Yeah, so I would definitely come in October. The weather's, you know, amazing this month. And, uh, I, you know, I've really living here 12 years. I've grown to love the dead of winter, too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not too crowded. And a lot of times, you know, my wife and I will go for a beach walk. We do that every day, but in the winter, it's, uh, you know, a lot of times it's just us out there, so it's like a private island. Um, but then there's other other tips I've learned as well living here is like the restaurants kind of cater to the tourists, so it can get a little pricey, and so it's learning to find the happy hours. Oh, yeah. You know, so today there's, there's um, we're meeting a friend, a lawyer friend that's in town visiting from Tampa and we're going to meet her to meet you for, for dinner. Oh, they have sure. a good, over there at 30 Avenue, they have a good um, happy hour on food and drinks. That's a great spot. That's a great spot. So, you know, realtors, I know they often work kind of a regular nine to five schedule, work-life balance. How has that evolved for you? How do you maintain work-life balance? Because you've got really, you got family going, you got kids. I mean, I know at one time you're running both to school and now Hank's at Auburn, but Talk about that, how you maintain work-life balance, but also maintaining a successful career. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, order is important. It's important to, you know, faith, family, then business. And so and then I learned you don't have much time for, you know, time left to do other things. And, you know, my goal, I was a trial lawyer in my past career, so I knew I didn't want to work 70 hours a week. So it's like how to do this in the most efficient way possible. And so my goal was to, you know, keep under 20 hours a week. But it's uh, the way I've found to, the best dollar per hour activity from the agent side I've found is running open houses. So I like to run open houses when I'm in town two hours a day at my listings. And, you know, instead of just sitting at, I work from home, so instead of just sitting at the house, um, I've met a lot of people that way, um, whether they be vacationers just coming by, that maybe they don't buy that property or they'll per- they're interested in purchasing another property or whether it be an owner and then they are thinking about buying that and then that may lead to listing their properties and so the open houses are key social media is key so I, you know make sure to stay uh, consistent on there you know like we mentioned with the friday videos and so those are, are two of the big drivers and then just staying um you know top of mind with people and being very responsive sure you know so that's i, I mean i do work every day but because you have to, a lot of times people are in town on vacation, you know, they fly in and they're here on the weekends. And so that's when they want to see properties. 
but it's you know you don't have to work all day right you know a lot of times i'm i'll take a phone call i'm out there on the beach walking with my wife and and says mixing the, the business with the pleasure killing two birds with one stone, <laughs> there you go say, yeah. mark so you probably got some funny stories or something i bet you've got a funny story Any, anything you want to share that's like a funny story like what's the wildest thing you've ever encountered or funniest thing with like a listing appointment or showing yeah i mean there's there's been been lots of them but um you know just off the top of my top of my mind is just i mean the, the funny ones are when you know i saw um somebody post recently on social media it is like you go to show a property and it hadn't been cleaned yet because this is a vacation <laughs> rental um rental land down here so the, a lot of times the only time you can show property is like on a saturday 10 to 4 on the turns the renters check out on saturday and the next renters come on you know at four that afternoon so it's uh it, sometimes you it might not be as clean as you'd hoped for when you're showing a you know a five million dollar home and right um so those are you, you just never know what to expect <laughs> so talk about i mean you've been rooted kind of here in the community it's it's vital to do that so what can you share you know how do you utilize your platform as a seasoned realtor you know to give back to the community here 30a yeah well i think it's important to you know I sh not when i post on social media it's not just um business you know related it's lifestyle yeah and so you know every day we're posting pictures of the beach or videos and um and and being involved in the community and and helping guide people you know when they do have questions they don't you know they need help as to you say they just bought a house this past year well they're not that familiar with the area and and so they need contacts mm -hmm. for people and you know and a lot of a lot of people i'm you know, one of the only lawyers a lot of people know around here too so i'd say at least once a month somebody reaches out needing a you know legal advice and so i help connect them with with lawyers with different expertise but but it's a you know connecting them with with people that they need to be connected with i see is is a huge asset because that's taken me you know living here 12 years to develop those relationships and know who to to connect them with right right i mean i know it's been a trying time for a lot of people 2021 uh different years than this year seeing a lot of anxiety of people just with you know buyers sellers the agents um you know, with the rates going up, what are you seeing out there with people dealing with stress? How are you, how are you seeing that play out in this market, which is really, really unique and challenging for some? Yeah. With the stress, you know, on the agent side, um, I think it's important to keep a healthy mindset. You know, every morning I start today with some praise music and some, you know, devotions and, you know, being grateful and, and having a gratitude mindset. And mm. in, in this business, you know, we learned, uh, through my wife's business is is a similar you know it's a different type of sales but it's it's sales and this is more high ticket on the agent side but um but you know as an independent contractor which is what most of the real estate agents are you, you know you what i've learned is you can go um you can have six closings in a month or you can go six months without a closing and so it's understanding that um from the agent side and so keeping your overhead low yeah and then on the you know on the buyer and and seller side it's um you know as i mentioned earlier it's it's being patient and um you know on the sellers it's um you know i, I last heard our days on market is getting close to 150 days now the average oh, wow. days on market so you know pushing about five months there so it's 
being patient and ask that aspect with the sellers and you know doing price reductions to to get the price to where it's getting the showings the goal is to get the showings and lead to the offers and so if you're not getting the showings then you know that's a signal that you need to you know reduce the price and on the buyer side it's letting them know that you know a lot of markets are different like in auburn alabama we've been looking at property up there since our son's in school and i was just looking there um from last august 2022 to august 2023 their market's up about 16 percent whereas that's not the case here right. so a lot of people from you know from those markets might think that oh the price is the price right to so say it's you know five million dollars well you know it's letting the buyers know well if it's been on the market for several months you may want to consider offering 10 to 15 percent off that which is about five hundred thousand dollars off right and you might be surprised with the counter you find that's it's that's amazing you've got places like that that are up then down here i didn't think i realized 150 days is now where we're at so um what do you think is happening what do you see happening as we move through winter and into 2024 what's your thoughts yeah typically down here you know historically our rental season the heavy rental season's march to september so spring break to labor day and so the winter you know we don't have as many vacationers so the the owners aren't getting the rental income typically through those winter months like they'd see in the summer so i anticipate more listings coming on the market just as we see um historically and um and a lot of times what will happen like last year for example the in january i started seeing a lot more properties go pending after the new year because on the flip side of that buyers want to it takes you know 30 to 60 days to close they want to catch the front end of that march rental season and so um what i'm planning to do is just keep my head down like i'm doing you know through the winter um stay focused i'm you know i'm picking up more listings myself um, and then i'm planning to run open houses through the winter on those properties to you know market them the be as okay. best i can talk about your team do you have would you have anyone on your team besides you tell talk about your setup yeah i'm a solo agent and um you know my wife you know helps me as well with um like i helped her in her business but it's uh you know at this point i have have not grown to a team because you know trying to maintain that that lifestyle we talked about is important and so you know i understand we've I helped my wife grow a big team with her network marketing business. I know that adds, you know, that can kind of take away from from the sales mm -hmm. side um, it, as you, you know, start trying to maintain and grow a team. So, yeah, just doing the single agent thing right, right. now. What are you excited for coming up? What do you got coming up maybe this year personally or any travel, anything like that? What do you got personally or business-wise that you're excited about coming up? Yeah, well, personally, we um, we going up to Auburn to visit our son up there next week for the Ole Miss game, Parents Weekend. So we've been having a lot of fun this year, you know, going up and visiting him. And and uh, my other son, my swimmer, he's a uh, he's a competitive swimmer. We got the state championship coming up in a few weeks down in Ocala, so we'll go down there twice for for regionals. And uh, he swims with the Panama City swim team. And and so you know, and then I also like. I really like Thanksgiving and Christmas time here at the beach. You know, yeah. it's a special time of year, and and some days you might have weather like this on Christmas sure. Day. Sure. You know, some it might. You know, last Christmas it was about thirty degrees, but you know, other Christmases it's been, you know, you could lay out on the beach. So, um, you're super excited to just 
finish out this amazing year. I like what you said. Um, I really like what you said right there before about with your mindset when you first wake up with praise music, getting your mind right, gratitude. I mean, I think starting your day out at the beginning of the day with a mindset that's of, you know, abundance, mm -hmm. you know, God is with me, you know, I can do this and realizing that, you know, you're not alone and, and that you've got a lot to be thankful for. I just think that's important. I mean, I agree. You know, Absolutely. I think that's a huge thing. So, Find the joy in the journey. That's right. That's right. Jay, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, absolutely, I really appreciate Mark. It. Always, enjoyed it. Yeah, always. always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Guys, we'll see you next time. And always remember, when you think of 30A, think of Jay. Thank y'all. All right. See you guys.